The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Tina and the rest of the team here would like to wish you and everyone the happiest of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour and 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and your local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guest that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show. Today, I'll be having a conversation with Kathy Bell of Cape Bella and Company LLC. The Plight and the Pivot. Also, if you're watching my show on my Facebook premiere or YouTube channel, I would like this opportunity to introduce you to my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Well, hello and uh, happy fall. Happy fall. Thank you so much, Benny. Yeah. And also, I want to uh, introduce my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. Happy to be here. Thank you, Becky. I like to make a shout out for both of them because the show would not exist if not for Benny and Becky. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now let's start out today's show as I do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. Here in the mortgage business, we often live 24 hours at a time. Like the weather, if you don't like today's climate, there's always tomorrow. In the market headwinds, one being Ukraine, and in punctual fashion, Putin opened his mouth and reminded us of their overseas implications. Whenever you hear the word nuclear, people tend to get their feathers ruffled. Ukraine created two types of headwinds, one being supply chain challenges, I think wheat and gas, which is inflationary and a rate worsening implementation. The other is war, which is the risk sell stocks and bonds and gives lift to the treasuries, helping improve mortgage interest rates. Considering that we've already accounted mostly for the Ukraine's inflationary pressures involving our own sanctions against them, 
the latter is prevailing. Now, the main event uh, this week was the Federal Open Market Committee announcement. Although the news of Ukraine is absolutely a factor today, it's not impacting our own economic policy. The Fed did hike the federal funds rate by 75 basis points as expected. And I mentioned last week, they continued to beat the drum that inflation is still far too elevated. Initially, the market sold off, but oftentimes there can be a ton of volatility on Fed day. The market's appearing to be digesting the Fed's projections negatively as it shows that the Fed is losing control and does not have a good handle on inflation. The Fed now expects an additional 125 basis point of hikes this year, which may be 75 basis point hike in November and 50 basis point hike in December. Additionally, the Fed anticipates core price inflation to be at 4.5% at the end of 2020, which is not a lot of progress from the current levels towards their goal of 2%. Between the significant revision in the Fed hike expectations and increase in inflation expectations, the market believes that the Fed does not have control of inflation, which the bond market hates and is bad for mortgage interest rates. On the recession front, Powell said that the chances of a soft landing are likely to diminish to the extent that the policy needs to be more restrictive or restrictive for longer. Nonetheless, we're committed to getting inflation back down to 2% end quote. This can be seen in their projections from growth, which was revised lower from 1.7% in 2022 to 0.2%. They also believe that the unemployment rate will go up to 4.4% next year. There isn't enough sugar, gumdrops, and coffee to spin this market commentary. It's ugly out there. After Wednesday's Federal Open Market Committee released, Powell also shared that the potential for a soft lending would be less likely. The biggest market mover moment was the communication that the Fed doesn't plan to rescue the market with a rate cut in 2023. Somewhere over the rainbow, is a stop to this bloodbath, but regrettably, we must simply follow the yellow brick road to see how this all plays out. Now to end on a positive mode, to quote Andrew Stringer, which is our Highlands Residential Mortgage Senior Vice President of Capital Markets, his three-year-old daughter, here's her quote, let it go, let it go, let the storm rage on, the cold never bother, bothers me anyway. Now I'm here to say if it work, works for Elsa, it surely can work for us. We just need to hang in there. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your money chat. Coming up next in the money convert on the money hour, our conversation with Kathy Bell of Kel K Bella and Company LLC, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you a caregiver for your parent or spouse and find the task is becoming too physically challenging or time consuming? Are you overwhelmed with needing to find a place for your parent to live and don't know where to start? Do you find yourself with limited time to research the best senior living options for your loved one? If you've answered yes to some of these questions, a right place for seniors has the solution for you to make this process much simpler at no cost. They understand that finding the right place to call home for seniors can be an overwhelming process and that's why they're there to help families and seniors with a personalized approach through the entire process of finding the best senior living options. 
You have nothing to lose and peace to gain. A right place for seniors. To get started with a local consultant for this free service in the greater Seattle region, contact Adrian Bird at 360-209-5667 or visit their website at arightplaceforseniors.com forward slash Seattle. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Tina and the rest of the team here would like to wish you and everyone the happiest of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I'm your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what my show is all about, how to make money save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on my show, Kathy Bell of K Bella and Company LLC, right here on 1150 AM. KKNW. Kathy, welcome for the first time to my show. Thank you. It's exciting to be here. Wonderful. So let me share a little bit about Kathy before uh, we get into our, the rest of our show here. Author, educator, mom, Kathy Flores Bell has lived an extraordinary life. (laughs) Her passion for life enriched her journey through thick and thin. How important it is to be a strong visionary, person of integrity and grit, no matter what the money situation is. Kathy explains the key ingredients to plight and pivot during times of challenge and change. And what a perfect introduction and a bio to read to our listeners for, I just literally got uh, goosebumps, Kathy, and it's not because I'm cold. I have my heater right underneath, uh, beneath (laughs) me here. It's um, just putting together the money chat today. I mean, there's just a lot going on and, you know, we need to, I need to share what's happening, but also try to put in some positive spin because I believe with any challenge, there is always an opportunity on the other side. It's just the mindset that we have and whether we are going to miss or be able to grasp onto that opportunity. So I'm excited. We're going to go into that in a lot more detail when we get into the next segment. Uh, but a couple of questions I want to start out with just to get my listeners to know a little bit uh, more about you. Uh, what life experience brought you in to your line of work, Kathy? And I know we're going to talk a lot about this in more detail uh, in the next segment, but Uh, My line of work is in education and in all different facets of education, but it was when I was in sixth grade and I volunteered at the local hospital and I um, watched people going in and out of the rooms and realized that I wanted to know what was happening in those rooms. So in sixth grade, I approached the um, head nurse and asked about a candy striper program. 
and they didn't have one. And so I started it. So by eighth grade, I had training done. I had name tags. I had uniforms wow. and I had a schedule and I was in charge. Um, so it was in sixth grade by um, learning how to put something together that I didn't even know what it was, but I knew where I wanted it to be. That is so awesome. And yeah, before we started the show, uh, you and I were having a conversation about uh, a young gal uh, that you were interested in uh, sharing my community outreach events platform. And if you're listening to the show today, I am your local mortgage expert. That's how I support my family and support um, people that I care about. My community outreach platform is my events platform, tinamitchellevents.com. Everything's complimentary. It's just a way to get back to my community. Uh, but what we were talking about, Kathy is, you know, the fact that she's so young and as you shared as well, you know, because definitely at that uh, age, I was not in any type of space to benefit from anything that life had. And, you know, um, starting at that age in the sixth grade, already uh, taking control, being in control <laughs> and reaching out to see what you can do to support your community. That's beautiful. Yeah. So Kathy, um, how has being an entrepreneur helped you be a better person in business and in life? Well, being an entrepreneur, you really are forming and shaping your vision. So you're in from the ground up. You become a part of every facet that you're building because often you're the only one that can feel it, see it. Um, think it and lay the roadmap out. And so being that entrepreneur so young, especially so young, is I learned, and I didn't know the word then, but I learned about foresight. I learned how to almost see a vision. And I, over time, I also learned about process education, which I'm a process educator. And I learned that um, when you are able to take the puzzle pieces and try to put them all together, it becomes a playground and you learn where the fences are. You learn what's in your playground. You learn who the playground must satisfy. And being that entrepreneur, you have the ability to mobilize what it is you're working on. And as things change, you're able to change it because you know it from the ground up. And that's the part I love is you're a great leader. And then at other times you have to be a great follower or the whole thing's going to fall apart. Yeah. And I love that analogy. And I want to make a shout out on because um, you to be a great leader, you do have to be a great follower and you have to get someone to follow you and be strategic yeah. in who you're choosing to follow you because that is the person that's really going to draw everybody else in because I don't think as a leader we're drawing the masses in as a leader we're drawing a few key people in and then those people are bringing everybody else in and I love how you um you know talk about the playground and and the puzzle and you know uh, creating something, it's so true that when you're creating all of that, you're seeing everything, you're building everything. And uh, I was asked once to take a, a leadership role in a uh, organization, a networking organization, uh, BNI, which you're familiar with, uh, Kathy, as a support director. Uh, consultant. And because I was asked, I thought, well, yeah, I'm, I'm naturally leadership is what I'm passionate about. But what I noticed in going in uh, to that, I was actually running somebody else's system. 
And I believe in being, being a nice philosophy is mirrored of, of me, but the, the buzzwords and the phrases and how they do things and all of that is completely different. And I recognize that I can't work in anybody else's system. It's not, I need to be in what I created because I know, just as you said, how every single piece of that works. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, that is uh, so true. So Kathy, instead of what you do, what is an example of the work that you do? I think one of the first things um, as an instructor, educator, and that entrepreneur that goes in, I've recognized that I'm fresh eyes, that when I walk in, I have to be able to kind of clear the slate and look at a situation, hearing what the goals are, but seeing what it is that I'm seeing and then, and then relying on myself that I have gone through so many different things that I have a track record on how I view something and how I question it because they're looking for something new. We're looking to satisfy a piece of the puzzle. And so I know that I'm fresh eyes. I know that for whatever reasons, I see processes and I see soft skills. And I look to see how is that building? Are you getting closer to a goal or are you not getting closer to a goal? And then in the conversation of discerning what stays and what goes, I have to help create that checklist. So I keep it really simple. And I remind everybody that it's almost what we learned in kindergarten, that as we work on something, we just raise our hand and we just say, I don't really know that, or that doesn't speak to me yet. And there's another part of us that just says, um, I need help. And can you say that again? It's all kindergarten skill sets. We're still in the sloppy copy when the teacher asks you to write the paper. I just tell my students, I tell the people I work with, we're, we're just doing the sloppy copy right now. Just spill it out. Let's see what we got. And let's just kind of go from there. And that's the part that's intuitive for me is that I have to put together that puzzle. Sometimes it's starting from the middle. Sometimes I'm having to find the four corners. I love that sloppy copy because whenever I'm creating something new, I just like write down and make note of every single thing I can think of. I don't think about the structure of it or anything. I just write everything and I keep writing it and I just come up and I add more. And once I think I, you know, have enough to start something, then I start uh, putting the corners of that puzzle together. And that's the segments, you know, how am I going to break this down in segments? And that's putting the corners, uh, the around, you know, around the puzzle. And then once I do that, then I start taking other things that, that didn't fall into the main segments and seeing where I'm going to piece mm -hmm. them in That's starting to put the middle of those puzzle pieces, um, together. So, um, you've really inspired me to think about, you know, uh, talking about like the puzzle, because that's exactly exactly how it works. As we're wrapping up the time here, I want to ask a, an extension to this um, because you, uh, you know, talk about the creation of it. And once you have something, would you agree because you're in the education uh, space, Kathy, that once you have it, um, the idea is you have to get, you have to get it out to market. It's not going to be perfect. You just need to put it out there and then you need to get people in um, and utilizing it. And then from that, how you really level it up is asking for the constructive feedback. So you're monitoring what's happening to see if you're getting the results that you want from this creation. And you're also asking 
what constructive feedback can you give me? Not constructive criticism. Criticism, Kathy, you know, what, what's one thing that you can share with me today that I could have leveled this up? Would you agree with that, uh, Kathy? Oh, that's exactly it. it. You are almost birthing a baby. And as that child comes into the world, it's messy. And it's, you know, you're having to take a look at what is, what is here, what is not here, and just kind of, you know, how are we going to move forward? And absolutely what you just said about, you have to trust. And that's the hardest part is I've learned it, it's sometimes it's that fear of failure. And sometimes it's that fear of success. And that's the hardest part when you're pulling all those puzzle pieces together. (laughs) And that's where you got to just take a deep, just take a deep breath, right? You know, because isn't that, I mean, it's it's kind of a sad thought that, you know, people, it's the fear of failing or the fear of success. Well, then what's there to be excited about? Instead, be excited for the fear, be excited for the things that you're fearful for and those challenges, because there's the opportunities and be excited for the, uh, the success, because then you have great things going on and you'll keep adding to it. So yeah, great uh, conversation uh, in our, my first uh, segment here with you, Kathy, and I really appreciate it. So coming up next on the money are. I'm going to be having a continued conversation uh, with Kathy. We're going to get into the plight and the pivot and with Kathy Bell of K Bella and company LLC right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you a caregiver for your parent or spouse and find the task is becoming too physically challenging or time consuming? Are you overwhelmed with needing to find a place for your parent to live and don't know where to start? Do you find yourself with limited time to research the best senior living options for your loved one? If you've answered yes to some of these questions, A Right Place for Seniors has the solution for you to make this process much simpler at no cost. They understand that finding the right place to call home for seniors can be an overwhelming process that's why they're there to help families and seniors with a personalized approach through the entire process of finding the best senior living options. You have nothing to lose and peace to gain. A right place for seniors. To get started with a local consultant for this free service in the greater Seattle region, contact Adrian Bird at 360-209-5667 or visit their website at arightplaceforseniors.com forward slash Seattle. Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. The following is an encore presentation of the Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Tina and the rest of the team here would like to wish you and everyone the happiest of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. You're listening to the Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. So you're listening to Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or my show uh, on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my community outreach events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week 
and one show at a time. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or to connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now back in studio, Kathy Bell of K Bella <laughs> and Company LLC, The Plate and the Pivot right here on 1150 AM KKNW. All right. So uh, really excited to have a conversation uh, with you, Kathy. So in 1981, you married your college sweetheart and did all of the right things like pre-marriage prep. Your husband was on his way to becoming an attorney and your life was in education. Both of you got involved in those activities that would support your young marriage to ensure that your priorities would stay focused and strong as a young married couple. Now, the assumption may be because you followed the rule book, the outcomes would be stellar. What happened that opened your eyes to real life, Kathy? Real life, I'll tell you, um, because you see the white picket fence, the microwave in the oven and the um, you know grassy lawn there. But uh, the first year of our married life, we had our first child. And having the paycheck, I'm the one in work at the University of Arizona, and um, I was constantly vomiting. I was constantly sick in the pregnancy. I was constantly laying down in the uh, staff bathroom because I couldn't stay at work. And so as my child came and there were complications after the pregnancy, I ended up leaving my job. That wasn't part of the plan. That wasn't part of the book. Mike's only in his second year of law school. I'm the breadwinner. And now we are with our first child and we're in love with this baby. And at the same time, I'm dealing with my health. Yeah. Well, in, in the last segment, we talked about the puzzle. And so using that analogy, uh, you try putting those puzzle pieces together and they really look like it's supposed to be there. And sometimes you put a, a series of puzzle pieces together and they're, they're actually fitting, but they're really not. And you realize when you can't put another piece of the puzzle that you've got a wrong piece. I'm a puzzler. So I'm, I, I do a lot, of, a lot of puzzling. So yeah. So Kathy, so in the first year of marriage, which was Mike's second year of law school, mm-hmm. due to the number of issues that um, you had had and you're leaving your job at the University of Arizona, so that there goes the benefits and health insurance. And mm-hmm. Mike's still has his third year of law school plus the bar exam. So then what? Then you really start to see what you're made of and (laughs) your circle of friends are. Um, It was during that time because we had really invested so much time and energy in the circle of people that were mentoring us and a part of our life in marriage. They were people that supported marriage that um, they were things that were happening in their lives where we fit in a place where they needed help and they fit in a place where we needed help. So an example would be, um, we were looking to get out of our tiny little apartment and friends of ours had a house that they couldn't sell. So they needed renters to get in there fast. And um, this was a gorgeous house. It was a beautiful piece of property. And in the backyard, there were fig trees. And to this day, Sherry's Desert Harvest, her jams and jellies and syrups are all over the world. Uh 
but that was the house that we rented because they couldn't sell it. So we, sh you show up, you show up in the clothes that you have, the hair that you can't comb and, you know, just everything that's such a mess. Wow. But that was the one thing that happened in that first year is that I couldn't deny, I couldn't come up with any kind of money looking sort of thing that your husband's going to be a lawyer and look at all these things that you did to be on yeah. the right track and all that kind of stuff. It was sloppy. It yeah. was hard. It was, you know, you'd go places and everybody would go out to eat afterwards. And what are you going to do? You don't have money to go out and eat afterwards. Yeah. And at the same time, if you didn't show up, you wouldn't meet those people who need to help you get to your next and you be a part of their next. Yeah. And so a, a great shout out, or if you're, you're listening to the show right now on the conversation I'm having with Kathy, uh, what she, one thing that she stated that's really important here is know that you have friends, you have a community there to support you. And for ourselves, first of all, you need to know you are first. Your family is second and your community is third, and you will be in different seasons in your life. You'll be in a season to where you are at your best, your family's at your best, and you have time to support your community. There will be other life experiences that pop in where you have to take care of yourself or you need to take care of your family. And so I believe that there's a balance uh, there in the population that we're around. And the task really is to make that ask, uh, like, Cal like Kathy said, show up, be there, and then let people know what you need. And don't feel bad for that because there's going to be a time to where you are going to be in a position to have somebody, something that someone else needs. So just know in life, there's going to be those exactly. ups and downs, right, Kathy? Oh, exactly. Nobody has Camelot. Nobody has oh. a perfect life. And, and it's hard to learn that. It's hard to walk that road. It's hard to be a part of the burden in that journey. Yeah, but it's it, not the burden in the journey, right? It's the blessing because if, if you are in a position to where somebody is in a position to help you, I have uh, learned over the years and the reason I have my community outreach uh, platform, which is complimentary coaching, all kinds of complimentary stuff is because I've realized when I'm in a position that I have the time, the energy, the resources to come from a place of contribution, what I monetize on the other side is so much more. And I know that I'm making a huge difference in people's lives, but most of the time they have no idea what fuel that they're giving me. So when my season comes and there's something that I'm dealing with, I mean, it may need to back out a little bit on my, my community and how I'm supporting it. I've got all of that resource and that energy that I've held on to that's going to get me through those times. Right, Kathy? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so Mike goes uh, to school full-time and he works full-time. Mm -hmm. uh, he had an incredible strain on your family. And your relationship, I would imagine, correct? It absolutely did because you put a lot of importance on what um, what money will do for you and your family. For example, we were given the opportunity to be in this house, but we didn't have furniture. So all the time when you're doing anything and he's in a full-time job and going to school full-time and I'm babysitting and I'm doing volunteer work and I'm doing other things, um, you still have that strain of 
not having the money there because you put it as a priority. You made it as a priority in things that really didn't need to be a priority. And because there's that strain, I had in my mind made a list of the ways that I wanted to handle the budget. And um, I always tell the story of going to uh, the grocery store and getting into the milk. And I knew that having John, our son, we would need um, the milk. I needed two cartons to the next paycheck. And I knew how to space it out. So I pull two cartons out of the cooler and my husband puts one back and we stood there in the grocery store and we did the carton in and out, in and out, in and out, because we didn't have that plan and we hadn't communicated those things on the flip side of that is Mike's job was in a company that he's still with today. This was a very family owned company business. It was a very family owned law firm and they respected the fact that we were this young family. They spent money to get him clothes, to get his haircut, to do all the things that he needed to have done in that first year of law school. So on one hand, you have the strain of it, of the challenge. And on the other hand, you're embarrassed, you know, that they're helping you get that suit. They're helping you even get a haircut because the money is so tight, but they've lived that life. Yeah. They were there for us. Wow. That is, it's such a a beautiful, yeah. So Kathy, the root must be deep for the tree to survive the storm. What you knew before you got married was to, was absolutely put to the test. And both of you had to step up to the plate, no money. His job was temporary, no insurance pivot. Can you talk about this part of your journey? The day-to-day when you wake up and you know that you're going to go through a routine Mm -hmm. and that there are very specific limitations in that routine, the day-to-day then becomes how will I make something else happen that matters for us? So in those, in those moments, you You recognize that deep down, there were two things that my mom said, my dad and my mom said. One was she always talked about our education being our ticket out. I knew that I had something else in me besides what I was dealing with on a day-to-day. And I had to make something out of that. So on that perspective of what my mom had said, I was volunteering at the hospital in a program that became more known for the teen moms. I had a baby in marriage that was Uh unexpected. They're having a baby that they don't sometimes have their partner and they're 14, 15, 16, whatever. I took what I had and I helped create a program within the hospital. And I was there for 16 years because of my unexpected. So those kinds of those kinds of things that there's something inside of you when you bring it up and you really have to see what you're dealing with. You know, on the other hand, in Mike's world, because he was meeting people, there was an insurance agent that um, had a a company and he wasn't making his metrics. And so he came to us one day and said, can I pay for your insurance for a year? 
Oh my so God. He paid for our insurance for a year because we were still two people. Mike was doing everything he could do as that, that law student getting ready to take the bar. And at the same time, you know, here's a person that steps up and says, I see, I see who you are. And I want to make a difference in your world. So I'm creating a program. I'm having to figure out where to put my son. We don't have really any money for, you know, it starts as a volunteer job and then it turns into a real job. Um, but it was my story. Yeah. And, and that's, um, yeah. Isn't yes. that just wild? It, it, and it like, is. So <laughs> again, I'm, if you're, if you're listening to the show right now, if you have had tragedy in your past, if you have tragedy today, or you're worried about tragedy that might possibly come tomorrow, be excited because the tragedy in your past, you need to dig back and you need to figure out what that was and where it brought you today. That's where my story of tragedy to triumph came from when I went through the exercise of really connecting my dots, inspired by listening to Steve Zobb's commencement feats, connecting the dots. And I came up with this keynote and making a difference in my community by sharing my story. Uh, if you're dealing with it right now, I want you to take what you're dealing with and write it out, everything that you're going yes. through. And then I want you to write out what that is going to benefit you in the future. And if you're worried about the tragedy that's coming, I'm just going to ask you to just don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about what hasn't happened yet. Work with where you're at right now. Embrace this moment, the good or the bad, and know that if you embrace it with everything that you have, your, your stress is going to turn into opportunities. Your tragedy is going to turn into triumphs. Your messy life is going to be your blessing life. Uh, but yeah. only if you embrace those moments. If you don't, it's going to be a missed opportunity at a huge level for you, your family, and the community that is waiting there's people what you're going to be able to benefit for them, right? Yes. Yeah. There are people waiting for you. They need you to show up. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is a great way to take us to a commercial uh, break. Uh, your community is waiting for you. They're waiting for you. Just like you show are. up. I love it. Just like you are coming up next in the money hour. Very excited. I have Kathy for my entire show, Kathy Bell of K Bella and company LLC, the plight and the pie pivot right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you a caregiver for your parent or spouse and find the task is becoming too physically challenging or time consuming? Are you overwhelmed with needing to find a place for your parent to live and don't know where to start? Do you find yourself with limited time to research the best senior living options for your loved one? If you've answered yes to some of these questions, A Right Place for Seniors has the solution for you to make this process much simpler at no cost. They understand that finding the right place to call home for seniors can be an overwhelming process. And that's why they're there to help families and seniors with a personalized approach through the entire process of finding the best senior living options. You have nothing to lose and peace to gain. A right place for seniors. To get started with a local consultant for this free service in the greater Seattle region, contact Adrian Bird at 360-209-5667 or visit their website at arightplaceforseniors.com forward slash Seattle. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Tina and the rest of the team here would like to wish you and everyone the happiest of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. 
You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for information on my upcoming community outreach events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. And now in studio back, Kathy Bell of Kate Bella and Company LLC, the plight and the pivot right here on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm just really enjoying the conversation uh, that we're having here today. And I know uh, that it's going to be benefiting so many people that are listening uh, to the show right now uh, that might be dealing with some traumatic things and a lot of challenges that are happening uh, in our economy. So to balance the situation, a lot depends on character, which is a huge issue when it comes into money or not having any money at all. Did you know that you had it in you? Did Mike know that he had it in him to daily move through the storm? Because people place their personal value on their employment titles and their income and you guys had neither one of those. So <laughs> what did you, what did you do? And did you have any idea that you had the power, uh, that warrior spirit that you obviously, obviously had Kathy? I, um, the, the warrior spirit for sure, for sure. I know that growing up with my parents being teen parents and, um, having that drive that helped me to create that candy striper, striper program in sixth grade, Um, I know that that gave me a deep root in sticking to something, even when I didn't actually see what the recipe was. I had no idea what a candy striper program was. My mother told me the words candy striper and I looked it up. Um, But other than that, I really didn't really know what I was doing. In Mike's family, grew up in Minnesota. They were salt of the earth. They were hard workers. Um, We're the kind of people that show up first and stay last. Mm -hmm. Um, We're the kind of people People that get involved, get our hands dirty with, it doesn't matter to us if you want us to do dishes, clean toilets, you know, I don't cook. So, you know, that's somebody else's gift and I have no problem paying for that gift. But um, I know that, did we know that we had it? We didn't know that we had it until we had to use it. It became some soft skills that got sharpened very quickly. And as they got sharpened, then the next opportunity came Mm -hmm. to use those things again. But, you know, Tina, in life, we realize that we, on the day-to-day, there's going to be those little glitches that happen. And there's always those universal losses. The cat will die, you know, the grass will turn green. You know, there's always those universal losses that happen. And then there's those things that are going to take up, like you said, they're going to take up time. Mm -hmm. But there's always somewhere a tsunami happens. Some to your best friend within your own family, um, things that you had no idea that were going to come and they're going to impact your world. Yes. And I think those are the things where what you said earlier before the break, if you can anchor 
and do your best in what you are given, you become more prepared for the things that really do happen in life. Us entering marriage, thinking that we were going to have a rose-colored world because we had um, made this plan and we put ourselves in all the right places and spaces and he was going to be the lawyer and you were going to be the teacher and like it was all going to be just all work out. That's just not realistic. And so some people come into this world and they have that ability to, they know that intrinsically, but our hardships had put in our mind that if we did all the right things, we could become what we thought we were supposed to be. And it was only through the times where we were just completely kicked. There wasn't any money. We were eating peanut butter. Um, We were trying to make the best out of any moment that we could. The church ice cream social was the big, you know, event of the night. There was barely any gas to get there, but we went. Those are the things that somehow you become grateful. Yes. Yeah. You can become grateful in the journey. Yeah. And, and that's what struggles are there for struggles are there. So we can see what we're made out of, because Mm -hmm. if you don't have any struggles and you don't have to fight for life, uh, you know, we've seen many examples of people that have just had an easy life. Well, no one just has an easy life and if you have an easy life for too long, then it turns into a pretty traumatic life. A lot of the times you need to build those skills and be able to build the resistance, but there's nothing to build if there's no, you know, pressure there. Right. So it's an important part of growth is to go through those struggles. The exciting part about it, Kathy, is once you figure it out and you've made it through something and you see on the other side, then you figure it out. Then you're excited for not that anybody wishes for challenges or surely a tragedy to happen, but when it does, because life is guaranteed to throw you something, the question is, is how big and how, when is it going to come? But not that you're excited for that, but you can be excited in the moment when it happens to see, I wonder what I'm going to do with this. I wonder (laughs) what is going to come out of this that never would have if I wasn't put in this situation in this space, right? Situation. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's great. Candor spirits, we are, uh, dear Kathy, for (laughs) sure. So Kathy, uh, this is not the only time that you were pulled out of the job market, leading the financial situation um, vulnerable. Why didn't Mike switch jobs and get one that had some benefits? Because Mike's workplace was what our family lifestyle needed. We ended up having a child with a very rare marrow disease. And the hospital that took these types of hematology children was maybe a mile or two from his place of business. And the office was there because they were always there from square one. Yes, Priority was about family. And um, you can't buy that kind of thing. You can't have that kind of um, a resource at your beck and call when there's an immediate situation. So 18 years of this, you know, this situation, this hematological situation that was weekly, daily, sometimes it was just constant. Um, 
this was one part of where we had to figure out we had no recipe for this. Yeah. 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 And, up and their kid has cancer, you yeah. know, all these situations. You got to figure it out. Well, and you, you know, we've, um, you shared with the company is, you know, paying for his haircut and buying his clothes. And, you know, there's, there's something huge to be said for having a security blanket and knowing that you have somebody there that has your back. And that's why your husband uh, stayed and he's still there after how many years, Kathy? Uh, uh, Let's see, Mike has been there. We were married 41 years. And so he's there, I think 43. Ah. That is just beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. So um, you shared a little bit, but let's, I'd like to get into it a little bit more. So now your third child was born with a rare uh, marrow condition. Again, you were displaced and taken out of the job market. Why did this matter in, because I mean, I know why it matters. You've got an, I mean, that's just a, a tragedy in itself, but your husband's an attorney. So didn't he make tons of money to kind of release the financial struggles there? I, you know, when, uh, when, um, a child, uh, is diagnosed with a condition, you, you look at it as, um, you know, like the physicians say, um, if it's a certain type of cancer, you do one year of this, two years of that, three years of this. And then by the five-year mark, you know, you're dealing with residuals or whatever, but you, nobody project predicted that you would be spending 18 years, 21 years dealing with this. So at some point I'm taken out of the job market because I have no choice, but to do what I need to do for my child. After that, you start tapping into your insurance policies, your bank accounts, your, you know, everything that you can possibly do. But the part of it was, is that while we were in the hospital, I could go down to lunch and get food for people, for my daughter. I would come back up with a tray and the other families in there might not be eating lunch because they couldn't afford it. So I was going downstairs, pulling 20s out of the bank machine. I would bring up a tray of hamburgers and we'd cut them up and we'd send them to all the kids. They're steroided up because they're on some kind of a treatment that they have to have a steroid. They're hungry. And um, through those processes, you're, you're losing so much more money, but you can't sit there and ignore what the situation is. And so you began bringing in another set of people to help you deal with your new family yeah, and, and your new circumstances yeah. and the reality of what it means to live for us, that fragile child, for somebody else, you know, it's another situation. It's another sure. circumstance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you we couldn't afford to leave this job. Yes. Then Mike's time would have been, and we were flying at that point. We still had to fly to the research was in um, New York. Uh That was the only place for the research. So we had to fly there a couple of times. There were some resources in Minnesota. There were some other resources because she was so rare. Yeah. Wow. To figure out how, how do you do this? Yeah. You take what you can and you, you take everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then Kathy, the caregiving continues because your elderly parents need more help and you now have your Mm -hmm. master's degree and you can't use it again, what you had envisioned, uh, what you had planned. (laughs) So so now that you need the whole show, we got a lot to uncover here. Yeah. So now what Kathy? 
Um, my mom falls. I finally, my daughter goes through her bone marrow transplant and just when I'm thinking about getting a job, my mom falls and I become her full-time caregiver until actually she just passed away this past Christmas. Mm, sorry and for so the loss. This, um, yeah. So Cape Ella and company became part of uh, these small contracts that I did over time that took me into national conferences, into public writing, into so many different venues because I was an educator. I took whatever I needed, just like the teen pregnancy curriculum. Yes. I, it, I built it. I met people. I created workshops and seminars and lecture series and, you know, whatever. And did, did I have a degree in it? No. Yeah. Yeah. I was an end user. I was a person who met people. I was a person who took notes. I was a person who was bedside. And so I did research on my computer or wherever I could get help. And then I just would make it just like the candy striper program. It was that all over again and all over again. And um, this is where just coming to terms with my mother now is not pediatrics. And she has a voice in what's going to happen with her life. And she has different kinds of doctors. And now I'm at square one again. I have to figure out, like, what does it mean to deal with this whole different segment of population? But it took me into five different counties. It took me into patient advocacy that I had never been involved in. So I now I have a whole new group of, you know, doctors and you know, insurance and different people. And I went into different types of um, medical situations that I had never been in before. And yeah. that's what put me in this position with the right place for seniors. Yeah. Have that ability to take all of these stories. And now as I deal with families, as I work with people who are trying to figure it out and how many of them have a fragile situation, whether it's a child or something else in the family, and they're dealing with um, a senior loved one. Yes. For, for somebody like me to walk into the space, you know, you realize how much the carving and everything that's happened over time um, has prepared you for these families that we deal with now. And still there's those puzzle pieces that just, you know, there's a hole here, Tina, there's a hole yeah, here. Yeah. And I can figure out what it is. And I'm still on this journey and I'm a lifelong learner and I'm yeah. in of, you know, uh, different things. I have found a doctorate program that I want to enter. I think it helps me sit at the table a little bit better. Yes. Some of the physicians and now the echelon of people that I work yeah. with. But the soul of me and my life work is all about that kindergarten kid yeah. raising the hand, you know, or the person that kind of walks in with the fresh eyes and says, yeah. yeah. That is so great, uh, Kathy. So we have less than a minute. Less, we have left less. We have left less than a minute. Just a really quick uh, shout out or call to action for anybody that's listening to the show right now. Uh, what would you say? Um, I tell my students to drop anchor. I say drop an anchor, stay where you're at, show up, be there, feel it, be pr as present as you can and work with the situation because it means something. Yeah. I don't know what it means today. But I can promise you, if you're there, 
it matters. It really does. Oh my God. Trust. Trust. I I love that. So I want you to visualize that drop the anchor because if you're not dropping an anchor and and you're not settled and and somewhere, that's a really bad place to be. So no matter where you're at, drop the anchor, lead in with it. Take advantage of that moment. If you're uh, you're listening, I'm sure you can hear how passionate Kathy is. If you're watching the video, you'll see the tears are coming. And uh, for me as well, Kathy, what a great way to end the show. I really appreciate you being here. Um, and I'm just excited to have you a part of my community and part of my life. So thank you so I'm, much, Kathy. I'm so blessed to be with you too, Tina. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. So if you want to connect with Kathy, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. You can go online to themoneyhour.com. And that's Tina Mitchell here, your host and local mortgage expert. I've got to say goodbye for the day, but enjoy the rest of your weekend. Just know that I'll be here same time, same place next weekend, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145 420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.